Hello, hello, and welcome back to Under Further Review. Today is Monday, June 17th, and as you are listening to this, I am probably sitting on a kayak on the Pacific Ocean, loving my life, soaking up the sun. Isn't it fantastic? Can't you just hear the birds chirping and the, the waves crashing against the shore? Fantastic, man. Heading out for a vacation, going back to Bellingham, Washington, where I graduated high school here soon. Going to go get to see my little brother graduate, which is such an exciting such an exciting thing to see. I mean, it's wild. This is my younger brother we're talking about, and he's graduating high school. It's crazy to think about, but heading back home, going to take some time for some for some self-care. And as I was sitting here reflecting on, all right, we need to get a new Monday message up for next Monday. What's something we haven't really touched on, but something that's really, really important, something we really got to deal with here. And I was like, self-care. I'm going to take some time for self-care. Let's bring to the people what we've experienced with self-care, why self-care is so important, how we can go about self-care in our daily lives. And ultimately, when when do you balance self-care and your work life. So first and foremost, let's get into the how do we self-care. I think that's something that so many people say, yeah, self-care is really important. Self, self-care, self yeah, do that. Like, I totally believe in that. You got to have that balance. But how do we actually physically do that? I think for so many of us, our self-care a lot of times is non-productive or going even further can be destructive to our mental or emotional health. You know, one way I see a lot of people take their self-care and I'm using air quotes as I say this, which you can't tell because it's a podcast, but a lot of, I see a lot of people, their version of self-care is I had a really long week. I'm super stressed out. I'm just going to go get obliterated with my friends, just drink so much alcohol. And that's my version of self-care. Other friends I see their version of self-care is, is doing things for other people and, or just going and doing things that they don't necessarily want to do. But sometimes you really need to have self-care. And here's how I personally look at self-care. Self-care is the ability to take time to do something for yourself that isn't actually purposely benefiting your ultimate goal, your ultimate passion, your ultimate motives, your ultimate career per se. You know, so for me, my self-care stuff, sometimes I do need to take away from the podcast life. I love the podcast life. Don't get me wrong. I love podcasting. I love my work life. But something I do often is I'll go just set up my hammock. I'll set up my hammock and read a book and just take some time to myself. Maybe, you know, listen to a podcast or listen to some music. But for me, that's one way I can experience self-care. Now, Self-care is it's a lot wider of a scope than just the breaks. How do you take the breaks from your work week? I think there's a lot of self-care in your day-to-day as well. Making sure that you're getting enough sleep at night. Making sure that in your day-to-day, you're surrounding yourself with the right people. You're living with the right mindset. I think that's the side of self-care that people don't talk about. Because I think there is a lot of us who we take that night and we we hang out and we watch Netflix. We just do nothing all day. And it's like, okay, we took a self-care day. I needed this. But once you start living with self-care in your everyday life is really once you're going to stop needing those big, long, monotonous, do-nothing days. If you can figure out how to manage self-care in a half hour every day, an hour every day, and if you can manage to do it in a way that's somewhat productive, something that I've started doing, I started a challenge called 100 Days of Sweat, which by the way, if you haven't started it, start right now with me. The idea is that for 100 days, we I have to do something that just it makes me sweat. Simple as that. It's a way that I wanted to get back into good physical health, which is self-care. I wanted to get back in good physical health. So every day I have to take that time and do something that makes me sweat. 
on day one, I went to the gym and ran two and a half miles and put in a really good workout on day two. I didn't have a lot of time. So it was okay. Let's just do a hundred pushups. We're going to do a hundred pushups, do that, get a sweat worked up yesterday. I spent 40 minutes at the gym before, after work and before podcasting. And again, like today we're podcasting today. I've got stuff with my church today. You have to be able to squeeze it in. But being able to take time and do self-care like that is ultimately going to be more beneficial to your long-term health than taking long, monotonous, do-nothing days. I love the long Netflix days. I have the long Netflix days. I do it probably once every six weeks or so. It happens, but if you can make a habit of just living with self-care in your everyday life, you're not going to need those long days where you're not being productive at all. So take some time in your day-to-day to live with self-care and do those little things, whether it's working out, whether it's taking some time to go hammock on a daily basis. Maybe for a half hour every day, you just you have a video game that you like to play and you just pop it in for a half hour, an hour, and it's like, all right, I'm just gonna do this. Make sure that you're getting eight hours of sleep. That's a version of self-care that's gonna set you up for long-run success. So that's a lot of the hows of self-care, right? And those are a lot of the things that we do, but I think a lot of us say, why? I see so many people panic and freak out and say, no, I'm too busy. I don't have time to think about me. I have other stuff going on in my life. What's the point? I'm too busy. There's other stuff going on that's too important. We've talked about this a lot on the pod. The ultimate importance, the ultimate measure of happiness or of success is happiness. Just spoiled what I was going to say there for y'all, but the ultimate measure of success is happiness. That at the end of the day needs to be what you're striving for. End of story. There's no two ways about it. And if what you're doing in your life is making you so stressed out that you're unhappy, you need to reassess, reevaluate, and reprioritize the things going on in your life. You need to make happiness the number one priority. I see so many people, they, they have a full-time job and they're also interning here and they're also you know serving at this at this youth group or, or serving at this with this organization, doing charity work, which is fantastic by the way, but they have too much going on. And they're also trying to balance having a social life and being with friends. And maybe they're, you know, you're taking classes because you're in college or you're you're taking classes because you have something new you want to work on and then you have a side hustle that you're trying to work on and then on top of all that you're trying to stick to your hobby that you really love you really love frisbee golf and you're like i need to go frisbee golf every single day and you've got this going on and that going on this going on it's like okay i have to wake up at six in the morning and i'm doing this from six to nine and then from nine to ten i have to do this and then from ten to four i'm doing this and then from four to seven i'm doing this that is stressful you're probably just stressed out hearing me talk and ramble about it you can't live a long happy life doing all of that if those things don't make you happy. So if you're finding yourself at the end of the day or at the end of the week, stressed out, anxious, like there's a weight on your shoulder, having breakdowns. Like so many people I know, they have these these anxiety attacks where they go home and they just panic because they have so much to do and it overwhelms them. Reassess your priorities. Reassess it so that you can take back your mental health. Take that self-care time to focus on the things that you love doing so that you can balance all of those things going on in your life. Take the time to, I, one of my friends, she goes and she'll, she'll post about it on Snapchat, but I love it so much. Once a week, she'll just go to her house and just take a bath. For like a half hour, she takes a bath, she has a glass of wine, and I love that. That's so fantastic because she's somebody who is super busy. And if you're listening to this, you might be someone who's super busy take that time. It's going to help you out. It's going to prevent you from having those panic attacks because you have those attacks because you feel like there's so much going on in your life and you haven't been able to do anything for yourself. Studies have shown that when you self-care, that it's going to be better for your physical health, mental health, and emotional health. It's going to be better for your physical health in part because stress is actually bad on your body. It throws your entire 
body's ecosystem out of whack. Like you are less likely to lose weight. It messes with your metabolism. It messes with your hormones. So physically, it's bad for you if you're too stressed out and you're not taking that time to self-care. Emotionally, it's pretty obvious. If you're doing things for other people and for other things constantly and you don't have time to enjoy yourself, enjoy the little things that you do enjoying life, then you're just not going to be emotionally as happy as you can be. Your emotions are gonna be tied into other things and other places other than yourself, and after a while, that's gonna wear on you. We talked about that burden, that weight that sits on your shoulders. That's gonna build up. That is that emotional stress taking over in your life. So we talked about the physical, we talked about the emotional, and then psychologically, this ties in a little bit to the emotional, but just the idea that your brain cannot function, the endorphins that goes on in your brain, it's shown that it's healthy to you know get so many hours of sleep a night. It's healthy to be able to sit down and relax and have a glass of wine. It resets your mind. It's going to reset your mind and reset the way that you think about things. I think so often when we're grinding through our day-to-day lives, doing thing after thing after thing after thing after thing, we aren't really thinking. We're just kind of doing. We're just kind of acting, which in times is fine, but I think sometimes it's important to self-reflect. I think that's what's so good for me about when I go hammock or, you know, my friend who, when she takes baths, like it gives you an opportunity to just self-reflect, readjust and really think about what's going on in your life. Because when you're constantly talking and thinking, maybe there's somebody, a significant other in your life who you're dealing with and things aren't going well right now. And you're just trying to figure out how to make things work. And it's really weighing on your shoulders. You take that half hour just to go chill, just to do whatever you need to do to get your mind right. You're going to be able to come back and look at that with a fresher perspective, with a new idea, and with just a new mindset. You're not going to have your own issues weighing on your shoulders that are influencing the way that you think about those things. You're going to be able to come back into that with a fresh mindset. So we talked about the how. How do we self-care for ourselves? We talked about the why do we self-care for ourselves. I want to also get into the, the when. When can we self-care for ourselves? Because I think so often it's something that we think about, oh, I'll just relax in the summer or I'll relax on the weekends. The reality is so often you're going to have to dedicate that time to other things that you're doing in your life, right? It's so easy for me to say, oh, I'll go do what I need to go do on the weekends. But then on the weekends, I have friends who want to hang out and friends who want to go do other things. We talked about, I talked about it earlier, but I think it's just so important for you to just find the little moments in your everyday life to be able to take that time and self-care. If you can find 15 minutes, a half hour, every single day to go self-care for yourself, it's ultimately going to set you up for a lot of long-run success and happiness. And I talked about you know, how I hammock. Another thing that I found that works is, is for me, it's prayer. Obviously, I've talked on the podcast before about how I am someone who's very in tune with my faith. Giving myself 5-10 minutes every day to just pray sets my mind at ease and it just relaxes me going into the day. I'm not saying everyone needs to be a Christian, otherwise you're going to be wiry and untapped. But figure out your meditation. Figure out the way that you're able to get in tune with yourself, get in tune with your spirituality. I know people that they meditate, they pray, they do yoga, whatever it is. Make sure that you can do that for 10-15 minutes a day and you're going to be setting yourself up for a ton of success. I can promise you that. Now, promise me this if you're listening to this podcast, which obviously you are if you've gotten to this point. But if you're listening to this, here is my challenge to you. Here's the promise I want you to make me is just take some time and take care of yourself, all right? I've been through the ringer. I've been through life when you're busy, you wake up at 
7 a.m. every morning. You get up, you get ready, you're going to, to work or class. For me personally, it was I'd wake up, go to class, and I'm done with class, which would pretty much last me most of the day. If it wasn't class, I was in work, class and work all day, every day. When I was done, I would often go home and or not go home. I would have to go do things for, for my student organization I was a part of or go home and do homework. And it was pretty much I would have no time to myself from 7 to about 8 or 9, sometimes even 10 p.m. And then there were other issues going on in my life. But ultimately, it was just I wasn't taking care of myself. And it led me to a really dark place of just constant unhappiness, constant negativity. Because the reality is we've talked about this a million times. But you have to fill yourself up before you can pour out. And if you are filled up with negative things, and you're filled up with all this stress from your work life, all your anxiety from what's going on with school, all of this negativity from the people around you, that's what you're going to pour out onto others. So you need to take that time. Please, I am begging you, take that time this week. Take that time today and go just take care of yourself. Fill yourself up with positivity. Fill yourself up and get rid of that anxiety. Get rid of all of the negative things that are going on in you. If you're listening to this right now, take five minutes and just sit and relax. Don't do anything. Don't check your phone. Just lie down and breathe and just enjoy life for what it is. Enjoy something. Go do something that makes you happy. My secondary challenge to you is I know when I talked about all of this, the importance of self-care, when I talked about the anxiety and the panic attacks, there was someone that you thought of. We all know someone who goes through it on a daily basis, that they're so busy that they forget to take care of themselves. Send this podcast to them. And even if you don't send the podcast to them, just send them a message. Say, hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Do something to take care of yourself today because I want to see you at your best. I think it's so important not only that you fill yourself up, but that we reach out to others and try to make the people around us better because we are social creatures. We need people around us and we become the people that are around us. So if we can build up the people around us, it's only going to come back on ourselves. So it's really kind of selfish to try to be selfless, but I think it's ultimately a better thing to lead with being selfless than lead with being selfish, if that makes sense. I hope that made sense. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you take some time to self-care. Like I said, when you're listening to this, I'm probably sitting on a kayak or in the hammock or on our back porch drinking a beer, and I'm loving life, and you should be doing the same for yourself too. I love you all. I appreciate you all so, so much. Have a good week. Bye-bye.